Welcome to Time Out Podcast. I'm Tyler Bickle. And I am Owen Bavard. On this episode, we will be giving a preview for the Capitals and the Wizards postseason run. First off, we apologize for any uh, delay in recording our episodes. Uh, our schedules have been pretty busy yes, in the past few people. weeks, and we've had trouble kind of getting together and talking about the sports world, and we have missed it, I think, a lot, too. It's been... Oh, yeah. It, it has been something that's kind of... It, it's been upsetting, but, you know, My day life goes on. has not been complete without you, Owen. Aw, thank you. I know, it's so sweet. So, we are going to talk about the Capitals game. Uh, they beat the Bruins three to two in overtime. In overtime, which was an exciting game. Unfortunately, I missed it, so I didn't really? watch it. Come so on, tell me All what right, happened. So I'll give you the summary. So we open the scoring. Tom Wilson, ha! the most hated player in the NHL. Everyone, hates I love him. it. I love, I love him. him. I love. I mean, him. he's personally my favorite player on the Capitals now, I love it. Yes. just because. I mean, he's a maniac, to be honest. Yes. He destroyed an entire organization. Yes. Front office, down, destroyed. I mean, absolutely torn apart. If you didn't see it, the Rangers went absolutely cuckoo on Tom Wilson. They also fired their coach now. Oh, they did. I didn't yes. even hear yes. about that. So Tom Wilson, because of his hit, and then they released a statement yes. saying, we condemn the NHL for all of their actions with this. And then they fired everyone, and now they're just a mess. So so Tom Wilson opened the scoring, the first goal in the playoffs from anyone. So I loved that. Um, and little, let me say this. the uh, All the commentators in the NHL system, they all hate Tom oh, Wilson too. For sure, for sure. So they all get so angry when he does anything good yes. because they just want to hate on him and his I feel talent. like the Capitals too have a target on their back. Like People don't want the Capitals to do good because they're like, Tom Wilson's on that team. I don't like Tom Wilson. Yeah, they're a physical team. We don't want to see right. them succeed. Yeah. So so Tom Wilson opened the scoring, and then I, then the Bruins answered back, and then um, Ovechkin had a shot. I be, or no, Dylan had a shot from the point, and I believe he had a shot from the blue line, and I believe Ovechkin. It looked like he had tipped it. Okay. The way he reacted, it looked like he did, but I don't. I don't think he did. So it was, was he credited with the goal? It was, though? Originally it was, but then it was credited to Dylan. So okay. Dylan got the goal. Um, Ovechkin, man, let me tell you, he was flying. So he missed really? he missed a lot of the the tail end of the regular mm-hmm. season. Um, they said I believe it was an upper body injury. I think it was something like upper that. or lower body injury. They don't specify, but I I personally think based on how he played yesterday that it could have just been like the old man needs a rest. Like the Russian machine yeah. never breaks. But, you know, he needs a rest at some point. There's some wear and tear on the body after all right. these years. Yeah. So, I mean, he's still performing, though, right? He he's was still doing his job, yesterday. and that's all that really matters. I don't care how well you do in the regular season. Yeah. If you show up in the postseason that's all that matters. and perform, that's all you need, to be honest. So, yeah, he was flying, laying hits in the first period. It was it was awesome to watch. And uh, he was leading by example because it looked like the team at, like behind him was doing the same. They were. It was a very, very physical game. And that's why we need a team captain like him too. Because yes, very well if, said. If you have a team captain, the rest of the guys just follow in yes. line. If you have Ovechkin, who is, I think, the most respected man in hockey. Really? I think so. Wow. I mean, he's the best player. I think he's right the now. best goal scorer in, in the world. But we don't need to get into that right now. So... Yeah, he looked great, and here's here was another story that that happened. So, I'm sure most of you guys know Vanacek, Vicek, 
Vitek Vanacek. Vitek. I call him Vitek. Vitek. I don't know what you're saying. But anyway, Vanacek. So when the Bruins scored their first goal to tie it, Vanacek did the splits like most goalies do. Sure. And he got hurt. So in the first period, boom, we have the reliever in. We have Craig Anderson. And it's like, dude, how are we going to win this game with a backup in? So Craig Anderson came in. And going into the season, I'm sure he probably didn't even think he would be able to sniff any postseason play, any regular season or play, or even for that get matter. on the roster. Right, to be because, honest, because with Samsonov and and Vanacek, well, Samsonov and Lundqvist, yeah, you'd think that, well, they have, you know, they don't need anyone. They have I don't even guys. think he was on the roster to start the season. Mm-mm. I mean, that's an incredible story though, too, that he's able to play in a postseason game, yeah. and perform and ultimately get the win. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, so so he he stood on his head. He'd allowed one goal. One goal, um, yeah. And I mean that one wasn't that that one wasn't really anything. I didn't see it, so, it. so it was kind of poked through. Um, but like there was a big scrum in, in front of the net. But anyway, yeah. So Anderson played phenomenal, and I believe he's forty or forty one. Really? Um. So you know we we got. It's been around for a while. We got old dudes too. on our team. Yeah. So he did he did phenomenal and. So the perfection line on the Bruins, I don't know why it's called that. It wasn't really perfection yesterday, which is what I was going to get into. The perfection line of Bergeron, Marchand, which I can't stand, and Pasternak. That was like the storyline. Like, if Washington is going to win the game, they They need need to stop them. Sure. And they didn't get any points. They didn't score. So I think they did a good job stopping them, and it resulted in a victory. So I think that should be, you know— I think that should be praise. That should be a takeaway, yeah. And that's also what we need to do throughout the rest of the series. If we can stop them, their perfection or whatever it's called, then you're going to have success and you're going to win. I hope we get our goalie back. Is he supposed to be out for an extended period of time? I heard that Samsonov has now been activated off the COVID list. So maybe he could potentially come back. But honestly, from the way that Anderson played, I don't know if you want to bring Samsonov back. Like right away, I mean, Anderson's rolling so i would honestly keep them in so what we always say in basketball is you go with the hot hand right, and pass right. it to them so i mean if he's performing well then yes you should go with them but you obviously you go with the more experienced the guy that's more talented and more capable to give your team the best chance of success and winning so whoever that is i mean i'm right. okay with it yeah. to be honest um and i trust uh laviolette i'm sure he'll make the right decision um, so the third goal that they scored in OT, I think it was like Oshie was kind of at the blue line and he mm-hmm. shot it. And it looked like it was deflected. I, I think I think Dow was credited with the goal um, down low. And, uh, man, that was awesome. Like, I remember I was screaming at the TV because I really, as a Caps fan, you never want to go behind in a no. series. And being a Caps fan, you're... You're used to that. Like, a lot of the times... It happens there's been almost all the time. Yes. Almost every year, it seems like they're behind in some series. Um, even when they won the, the Cup, I think they were behind in every series. Yeah, yeah. they well, were behind we, in every... We lost Columbus, the first game. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, right. and then Vegas. They were behind in every single series. So, I was very, very happy that they won that game. And um, I think it sets the tone, too, for, for the sure. rest of the series. Yeah. Because we are the most hated team and we have a target yeah. on our back. And the Bruins aren't going to be happy that we won our first game right. either. They want to come back even harder and beat us in our next game. So I'm, I'm optimistic with the rest of the series. We, 
I think the Caps are pretty good in uh, the first series, but it's when you get later on into the right. playoffs, yeah. when you start facing the Penguins and the Lightning, that it starts to maybe go downhill. Uh, so we'll see what this season holds, though. Too, it's a it's a crazy COVID year. Yeah. So I think we'll win. I think we'll win against the Bruins. Who who did you say we might play? So next? we could potentially play either Pittsburgh or the Islanders. And newsflash: the Islanders are ahead in that series one zero as of right now. So wow. they they just beat Pittsburgh in overtime. Um, so I think I think that's I would love to see Barry Trotz beat the the Pens again. I would honestly love that because I am not a Penguins fan at all. I despise the. I Penguins. mean, as a Caps fan, that's what you live and die for, yes. though, right? I love it's, seeing them lose. It's those games against the Penguins where you know it's going to be a fight. Oh yeah, but. Most of the time, you might be on top. I mean, a handful of the time, they're going to win. But it's a fun, I, it's a fun yeah. series. Even though you hate them, you just love to play them yeah. in hopes of beating them. So another thing is, like, I was, I was talking to, I believe it was my father yesterday, about how um, given the fact that the series with Boston is going to be so physical, and we saw that in the first mm-hmm. game, they can't, they can't afford to go to overtime because the physicality of the games and – in games one and two, they're going to take a toll on them. And they're going to feel it down in games yeah. four, five, six, you know, later in the series. So if we go into overtime, that's even longer that they have yeah. to play. So I think that if ca- the Caps are going to, you know, both of these teams are older. But I think if the Caps are going to win the series, they have to win in regulation more often than not. Now, I will say this. We're still taking a toll on them as well. That because is true. We're that a physical true. team as well. I think we match or even greater than them in, in our physicality in I the agree. game. Yeah, I agree. So I think for both sides, we they want to avoid overtime because we have so many old players who don't have the legs under them that they might have had before. So they both want to avoid overtime and not get to that you know, right. potential situation where they don't have any players to really put on the ice because they're so exhausted and they can't play. But that's also the beauty of the first first uh, round in the series. Yeah. Uh, because you haven't gone into a seven-game set with the Lightning or the Penguins yet, and you're not in the Stanley Cup Finals when you've played almost 100 games in the season. Right. So they still have some legs under them, but you're correct. They need to be able to perform right now to be rested up and ready to play better teams right. than the Lightning Down or the, the Penguins. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. I really am. Game two is tomorrow, um, Monday at... Uh, like seven o'clock. So I, I'm sometime around. I'm then. stoked yeah. for that. I really am. I'm excited. Um, I mean, I think we're both excited, and we're we're hopeful about uh, the Caps' future for the Stanley Cup. All right. So the other team that is in the playoffs is the Washington Wizards. Yeah, and they are also playing another Boston team, the so Boston, Boston Celtics. Celtics. You know, it's so interesting that they actually made it. To the postseason. Oh, they started team. out horribly. They dug themselves into a big hole. You know, about like two to three months ago, I just gave up watching. Right. Because so did I. It was just so poor. And I honestly, I thought, well, even if we win some games, there's going to be no point because right. we're about second to last place in the standings. Right. Yeah. You know, what good can actually come out of playing hard? We might as well trade Beal. We actually discussed. We were have, discussing trading Beal yeah, at one point. We we were thinking, should we just have an episode on the merits of trading Bradley Beal and blowing this entire thing up? We thought Russell Westbrook was a bust. We thought, yeah, that we the thought Rockets, that trade was yeah, a bust. We thought the Rockets won the trade because Russell Westbrook was horrible. And actually, news has come out that Russell Westbrook was hurt 
uh, during the first portion of the season. Right, right. Uh, and his injury was a lot worse than we ever thought. So, and now, actually, here's a funny stat for you. Uh, Russell Westbrook has put up 24 triple-doubles in the last 29 games. And that's why he is first all-time with tri- with yeah a million triple-doubles. He just beat Oscar Robertson the other day. For, yeah. I think it was like 182, the number he surpassed. Something like that. So he might be at like 185 I think now. this run that they've been on, I think this could have potentially saved Scott Brooks' job. Yeah, I honestly I was all for firing Scott so Brooks was I. too. Yeah, and I, I don't know, maybe I they they still may fought they still may fire him. I'm uh, I'm still not a huge fan of him. I think it's just uh, Westbrook and Beal. That combination has been unstoppable. Right. That's why they've done so well. And Daniel Gafford, I right. think yeah. he's played really he has played well. Really well. So I don't really think it's the coaching. I think it's the players that have contributed more to the success of our team. Um, but. You know, Scott Brooks has done his job. He's won some games because in the first part of the season, it would be close. It was just we couldn't even come through right. during the final portion of the game, which was unbelievably frustrating. Absolutely. Um, so they played the Celtics. They played them three times in the regular season. Yeah, how'd they do? They were one and two. Okay. So, you know, they they won a game. They lost two, obviously. Now, also, one of the one yeah. of the losses was by one point. So yeah, and that's like most of our losses. And Recently, it's the regular yeah. season, right. which we weren't playing as well until the last Westbrook couple was months. Hurt, so yeah, you have to take the regular season with a grain grain of salt because yes. honestly, like we were just talking about, the postseason is all that matters. No right. one's gonna remember what you did during the regular season unless you performed in the postseason. So this is they're the eight seed now. Is that yes. correct? So. If they remain the eight seed, they will play the Nets. No, they will play the Sixers. So what? Uh, this is a new thing actually that the NBA it's is the doing. Tournament. They have a playing tournament, which has taken some heat from LeBron. But that's honestly because his team is yeah, going to be in his it. His team is due to yeah. Uh, he was actually a big fan of it last year. But now that his team yeah. is in it, it's like oh no 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 yeah, no. We can't we can't be having this because we actually might lose and not yeah. even go in the postseason. I mean, can you imagine LeBron James Dude, not in the would playoffs? It would be crazy. I'd I'd honestly love to see. What I would too. Sports media yeah. does with that because throw out any debate of the goat. Because you didn't even make it into the playoffs right. in a play-in tournament. Right. I mean, yeah. that's a joke. Uh, but that's besides the point. So the play-in tournament is the 7-8 and eight seed. Uh, they play uh, they play each other. And then the 9 and the 10 seed, they will play each other. And the winner of the 7-8, and eight, they're the 7 seed. And then the 8 seed will play the winner of the 9-10 and 10 game. So if the Wiz stay the eight seed, they will play the Sixers. Is that correct? The Sixers are the one seed. The Sixers are the one seed. So, so we would have to lose against the Celtics and then play the winner of the Hornets and the Pacers. And beat them. And beat them. But if we beat the Celtics, then we play the Nets, which I'm a big fan of playing the Nets, to be honest. They've beaten the Nets twice this season, I believe. Maybe, maybe more. I know off the They've top of They've definitely beaten them, them two times. We've right. played them actually a lot. It would be a scary matchup, but I would just love to see how Russell Westbrook does because he's a man on fire right. when he's playing yeah. in tough competition. I, I'm not worried about them. They can't, they can't play defense. They can score, but they can't play defense. And I think that if we could keep up with them, I think we could – you know, I think our defense could be subpar and still be better than theirs. Well, I honestly think it's not going to be the defense or anything. It's just going to be Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie just getting hurt because that's all they've done all season. Right. They've all been hurt. So you may – I hate to say this, but you might get lucky and one of their players uh, might be injured and then you might be able to that, squeak that out is true. a victory. That is true. 
Um, no, I'm not rooting for that. Right. But no, we don't root for injuries on this podcast. Unless it benefits, you know, our sports team in winning. But sorry, that's that was very rude of you. That's cruel and unusual punishment to another team. That's awful. You just totally butchered that whole statement. I know. I'm AP exam is going on right now, and I'm trying I, to get all you. these phrases yeah, in my you. head. It's rough. Sorry, that's completely went off, off the rails. Topic, yes. Off topic. Yes. Don't do that again, please. All right. That was so, completely your fault, not my fault. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You know, Beal. Beal was hurt today. He played. He did play. He wasn't a hundred percent. He scored twenty five points actually, but I think he took a lot of shots. Right. So. so you know, he was, I think he was just playing just to get his feet wet again before they went into the postseason. I think he was playing to uh, try to get the scoring title as really? well. No. I think he was trying to play to win to get the eight seed. But I mean, it, it, it wasn't was, a big deal. They still won. So yeah. they and, came back from a 14-point deficit. Yeah, and unfortunately, Steph did win the scoring title, which I was it's a little okay. disappointed by. You know, it's all right. He came in second place. It was a, it was a great effort by First him. First loser, though. Hey. At least he scored that many points. He kept us alive throughout the season. Without him, I don't think we'd be in the postseason. Yeah, I don't think we would either. And actually, uh, we had some contributors that were unknown, I think, to most fans. Ish Smith. Ish. I mean, that little dude, he's a baller, though. I love love the name. And Robin Lopez, the caveman. Dude, So we have have like a 5'2 player and a 7'0 caveman that has long strands of hair. So here's my theory. So for anyone listening... This is what I've said ever since I first saw Robin Lopez with the long hair. He looks like the caveman from the Geico commercials. And you might be too young for this. The old Geico commercials used to have a caveman in them. So for those of you older listeners like me. You're um, 18. I'm still older. I'm older than you. I like a year. so Like two. But anyway, I remember the Geico commercials when they had the caveman. So for those of you that did not, or that did, just let us know. Let us know. Uh, you can if you remember a Geico commercial that looks like Robin Lopez. Yes. I'm sure they put that to memory, right. Just like you did. Yeah. Apparently. So that's my theory on that. But anyway, um, anyway, they're ballers. I mean, they perform yes. well with his hook shot and with Ish Smith. He passes a lot, but he's, I mean, he's a great player in my yeah. opinion. He does his job. Yeah, I'm excited for this uh, series with Boston. I think they could they could honestly make some. Well, no, this is just a playing game. right? It's not a series. It's just one game. You're right. So you're right. We need to go all out. On yeah, that. my bad on Come that. Come on. So so I'm excited for the series that they could have with the Sixers or the Nets or the Nets. Which team do you want them to? I want team? them to win the first game against the Celtics so that we don't have to be. I don't know, be facing the Hornets or the Pacers because that's nerve wracking. Okay. I mean, you don't want to lose two games and then. Be out of the playoffs. That would that would be the worst. So, which team do you think they match up better against the Sixers or the Nets? Um, I think they match up better with the Nets. I was going to say honest. that too. And I honestly, don't think we have anyone that can shut down Embiid. To be honest, I agree. Our big men are nothing compared to Embiid. So I, I think that they could honestly playing the Nets. They could they could keep up with them, and I think that their defense could be better than the Nets. Sure, and that's what could could be the difference in that in that series. Thank you for listening to this episode of Time Out Podcast. I'm Tyler Bickle. And I'm Owen Bivard. For more information about the podcast, you can visit our Instagram at time.outpodcast and our Twitter at time underscore outpodcast. Have a good rest of your day.